Matt Will. No L's, just sevens. This is the bliss, licking they lips, Twitter with this, minimal risk, finity shifts, ribbon off rip, quick in the hits, first on the list, this, mad will, going crazy on the daily, dropping facts like a shower in the world of rain and entertainment, yeah, another day, another pod, all these thoughts are up facade, so I had to ask him what he got, said he got a lot, said he got a lot of what, got a lot of shifts, and it's time for the daily blitz. Good morning, everybody. It is Tuesday, November 16th, and welcome back to the Daily Blitz Football Pod. It's your host, Big Johnny, at MLB Moving AVG, or just type in NFL Moving Averages into the Blue Bird Twitter machine. Don't forget to follow the original host of this show, our buddy and friend, Mr. Matt Williams. Shoot him a follow at M-A-T-T-W-I-7-7-I. A-M-S. Happy Tuesday, everybody, which means it's Injury Report slash Waiver Wire Day. Week 10 is in the rear view. Week 11 on the horizon. Really digging the daily version of the podcast. It helps us keep those tools sharp every day so we're not overwhelmed as we get to the weekend. Like the famous Abe Lincoln said, you give me five hours to chop down a tree, I'm going to spend the first four sharpening my axe. Let's sharpen those axes, everybody. Remember, rate, review, and subscribe to the Daily Blitz Pod if you're picking up well, we're putting down without any further ado. Let's dive right into all 32 injury reports. Not sure anyone else out there doing the work like this, so you don't have to. Arizona Cardinals, Kyra Murray at the top of the board, of course, with that angle. He missed the last game. Still really no news, but they did say he was close going into the last one. Got to keep an eye on those injury reports. If you get near Thursday and he's not practicing, you know, expect him not to play. Colt McCoy, the backup, was diagnosed with a pec strain yesterday reports Ian Rappaport. Yeesh, we already saw the bottom of that offense after a bit of a surprise against the Niners. I was way off of the Cardinals this weekend. Everybody knew it. I was betting that big time line on the Panthers. That one came through. I didn't think they'd be able to handle the defense. Be careful with those Cardinals. Hopkins still out. Lots of pieces missing. Chase Edmonds out. He's on the injured reserve. Man, could be a tough few weeks coming for the Cardinals. Definitely a must watch on the injury report. Atlanta Falcon down cornerback Kendall Sheffield. Let's see Hayden Hurst also popped up with the Q tag. He did not participate in practice yesterday. Got to keep an eye on that. Big story probably for the Falcons. Has to be Corderell Patterson. He left with the ankle sprain. I, From what I understand, I believe it was a mid-ankle sprain, not the worst version, but you got to be expecting him to miss a couple weeks. Remember, at the end of the show, we'll get into all the subsequent waiver wire ads whenever a running back goes down. Expect a bit of a power vacuum, right, for lack of a better term. Calvin Ridley still out with personal injuries. Get better soon, Calvin. This team desperately needs you. Falcons were just starting to turn the corner. All those injuries will help turn it back. Let's head on over to Baltimore. We got Lat Murray still carrying the Q tag. That backfield is a bit of a mass defensive tackle. Brandon Williams seen with the Q tag. Keep an eye on those throughout the week. I think that's it of note over to Buffalo. They lose linebacker Tremaine Edmonds with the hamstring. Listed day to day. Got to keep an eye on that one. Buffalo starting to lose some pieces. Two pieces on the defensive line. We're missing for Sunday. That didn't really seem to matter. Though Zimmer is out for the rest of the season. Carolina Panthers Panthers. Stephon Gilmore got the Q tag. He played through a dislocated finger on Sunday against the Cardinals. You gotta assume he'll be back there. Remember Sam Donald on the injured reserve, though we really saw the bottom of that kind of performance. Really only one direction to go, but up again, the reason why I like that plus 
280 money line. Chicago Bears star linebacker Khalil Mack carrying the Q-tab. Nagy said yesterday he's hoping he'll be back for the game against the Ravens. Chicago going to desperately need him. We know Baltimore runs the ball a ton. Eddie Jackson also got the Q-tag, the safety. He's hoping he'll be able to play as well against the Ravens with the hamstring. So we're going to have our eyes fixed on that practice report. Seem to be said for Damian Williams, although with Herbert and Singletary, not sure if there's any room for him. Cincinnati, Bengals really nothing too much of note coming off the bye, so they should be good to go. Cleveland Browns, quite a few Q tags here. Baker Mayfield had the shoulder, now it's the knee, considered day-to-day. Supposedly, the quote is they're feeling good about where he was yesterday. A.J. Green with the Q tags, Stefanski said on Monday, he's in the concussion protocol. Keep an eye on that. A lot of times, if it's not too serious, those guys can bounce right back. Anthony Schwartz as well with the Q tag, left the game in New England, diagnosed with a concussion as well. Running backs, Felton and Chubb that were out with the illness and didn't play against the Patriots. I believe they'll be on track to get back. So for the time being, we're just keeping an eye on those Dearness Johnson shares. You really want to kind of hold on to those as long as you can, seeing the upside with the usage when it goes your way. Dallas Cowboys really happy to get C.D. Lamb back, but they had the problem with the arm. The quote is, he's going to be fine. Everyone you know, that sigh of relief. Tyron Smith, the big offensive tackle, was out for Sunday. Got to keep an eye on that. He's a very important piece of that team. Blake Jarwin, backup tight end to the injured reserve. A lot of people wondered if that would be an extra boost for Schultz, who's been really productive so far. But with getting Gallup back, that ship may have sailed for that tight end position. There are just so many mouths a single quarterback can feed. Not to say it's goose eggs throughout, but the tight end one you started out with might not be the one that you end up with. Let's see, Denver Broncos here, a couple of tackles missing, Massey and Bowles, Mike Boone still out, running back, really nothing too impactful, a mile high. Detroit Lions, backup running back situation, kind of a disaster there. Jamal Williams still out, keep an eye on that. Jamar Jefferson, who we saw take that long run in the backup role, he hurt his ankle and is going to miss some time. DeAndre Swift's usage that we saw spike that just may stay up at that high water mark. Jared Goff, quarterback, suffered an oblique injury during the first quarter of the game. He didn't miss any snaps, but said he'll be fine anytime the quarterback's in trouble. Something you want to keep an eye on, though, as bad as Goff has played, might not be the worst thing. Green Bay Packers got all their big pieces back this weekend in a big win. They looked really good, particularly on defense, but they lose superstar running back Aaron Jones. Suffered an MCL sprain during the game with the Seahawks. He is expected to miss one to two weeks, reports Adam Schefter, though you always know one or two can turn to three or four. If they rush him back, it could be extended. Double, triple, circle here on this position. One of the few times I'd probably be shelling out for running back in a desperate situation. Jari Alexander, star cornerback, still on injured reserve. And the quote is, he's still a long way out from turning. That's a shame. That defense looks really good. Add him back. You could be talking about a very deep playoff or Super Bowl run. Houston Texans are healthy. They just kind of stink, though they lost offensive tackle Tunsil with the thumb. The cast is off, but head coach David Culley would not commit to his return. Really doesn't matter healthy or not. Houston is really, really bad. I was hoping the return of Tyrod would get him going. That would yet to be seen, but you still need some pieces, at least the threat of a run game that they don't have. Indianapolis Colts. Let's see. Xavier Rhodes was out. Cornerback, got to keep an eye on that. 
no new news. They've lost some defensive pieces as of late. We've seen them struggle through the air. Didn't really materialize that much against Jacksonville, who really does just kind of stink. Speaking of Jacksonville, they're on deck. Nothing really added to that injury report. Linebacker Dakota Allen was questionable going into the game. I don't believe he played. Kansas City Chiefs, the fresh prince of hell air. Coach Andy Reid says Monday he has a good chance to come back Sunday against these Cowboys. Reports that Kansas City star can't hurt. Darrell Williams has been looking very good. He's a really smart player. High IQ. Doesn't really wow you, but he always seems to be in the right spot. Gets the yards that you need. Picks up the blocks that you need. I don't think it will hurt to get Hilaire back. I personally like him. I think there are better offense with him involved. And with a team that gets that many net yards, you could feed two running backs. Offensive tackle, Lucas Yang is out for Kansas City. Never want to lose pieces up front. Other than that, Chiefs looking pretty healthy. Into Las Vegas we go. Guard Richie Incognito, who was set to return, I believe, has suffered a setback with the calf. Reports Paul Gutierrez, so don't expect to see him yet. Big one for the Raiders. Almost missed this one. Fullback Alec Ingold underwent an MRI yesterday confirmed he has a torn ACL he'd been really crucial to that run game Raiders definitely going to miss him up front they lost a couple quarterbacks this weekend you know Nixon and Robertson both out keep an eye on that Las Vegas really can't afford to be losing too many pieces back there we just saw them get torn up by Casey on the bounce back Chargers looking pretty healthy Justin Jackson has the Q tag on him same for Mark Webb the safety Michael Davis cornerback Los Angeles Rams we know the big news was losing Robert Woods that was some timing or coincidence for them that they went and brought in Odell Beckham granted Beckham is not the receiver that Woods is but it's pretty much a lateral move we could hash out who's better again I think it's Bobby Trees but you know bringing in a player like Beckham that doesn't need to command that wide receiver one attention isn't going to hurt these Rams too much I think they'll be good to go Miami Dolphins Will Fuller on the injury report what else is new he's still unlikely to play with the finger you can keep monitoring that if you want that was why I was really off him Miami also down their guard Mike Dieter with the foot unlikely to play and Jason McCourty the quarterback's foot injury is season ending that was the news yesterday and of course the big dog Tua is expected to play against the Jets yes 55 pass attempts incoming for Tua this weekend Malcolm Brown who we thought with the quad might be back will not be activated for that game they also lost safety Elijah Campbell he is listed as out okay Vikings have a couple defensive pieces Patrick Peterson with the hamstring has been running so we may see him sooner than later defensive tackle Michael Pierce placed on the injured reserve with the elbow Harrison Smith the safety should be back this week they desperately need help in that secondary in Minnesota, man. It's been a bit of a disaster. New England Patriots, John Smith was that surprise scratch. I thought he was going to play this weekend. They mentioned him playing some running back. Of course, Bill Belichick doing BB things. He has the Q tag. Keep an eye on that. Without him, Hunter Henry gets that extra boost. Damien Harris, who was out with the concussion and didn't play, has the Q tag. Usually, I expect players to return in that second week. I'm glad to see them hold him out That it, since it was necessary. Ramondre Stevenson was excellent in his stead. Brand 
Brandon Bolden, a limited participant in Monday's game with the starters back. He's really just a third down, you know, two minute offense kind of guy. I don't think anyone is really looking to start Bolden. I was trying to advise people not to do that. It's going to take me an hour to read off all the names on the New England injury report. As you know, they have about two dozen guys with that Q tag. New Orleans Saints, the big dog there. Alvin Kamara still just carrying that out tag. Going to have to keep an eye on him. Must monitor it if you're watching the game. No one was more upset to leave than Ty Montgomery. Hurt his finger, slamming his helmet. I think he knew they needed him or he had a spot to shine with Kamara down. He went out early. He is questionable to come back against the Titans this Sunday. Jameson Winston, you know, he's out. He did undergo successful surgery. We'll see him next year. New York Giants, they've been riddled with injuries this season. It's really been terrible. Devontae Booker, who stepped in for Saquon Barkley with the hip, did not practice Monday with a personal matter. I think he said after that last game, he was fine. Saquon Barkley with the ankle was taking part in a little bit of drills and stuff. It's not contact practice, but some positional drills, some individual drills during the practice reports. The New York Post here in New York City. Barkley could be close to return. Sterling Shepard with the quad working off to the side in practice. He did not take part in any of those individual drills, so you'd have to think he's a little bit further away. Keep an eye on those giant injury reports. They need those players desperately, though. I've been digging the Giants as an underdog. Let's keep it in New York with my New York Jets. Zach Wilson could return. Now he just has the Q tag. Mike White, we kind of saw that turn back into a pumpkin. There shouldn't have been any question who the starting quarterback was going to be going forward. Offensive tackle, Makai Becton is still one to three weeks away from returning. Jets really starting to flounder. Also, Brandon Eccles, cornerback, is doubtful. Will be out three to five weeks, according to the head coach. Jets, secondary, the worst in the league. Yikes. Philadelphia Eagles, my man, Dallas Goddard, who I was all over. Unfortunately, I have turned into an injury magnet for DFS this past month or so. Love Goddard. He's like the clear number one target. He was out. All that work went to Devontae Smith, but head coach Nick Sirianni confirmed he was placed in a concussion protocol after the win to the Broncos, so we're going to have to monitor it. He could miss this game. Miles Sanders on the injured reserve Saturday. Pittsburgh Steelers, Chase Claypool carrying the Q tag. Not exactly sure. I forget what that was. I think he we could see him back soon. TJ Watt, linebacker, had his MRI come back clean. They could really use him. Joe Hayden, quarterback, considered day-to-day after leaving the game Sunday against the Lions. Generally, day-to-day, I expect those players to play, but setbacks are always potentially on the table, and of course, we couldn't go through the Pittsburgh Steelers without Big Ben Roethlisberger, who didn't play. He was on the COVID-19 list. I didn't see any reports about him being symptomatic. When a player misses for COVID and is not symptomatic, I generally cue them right back up. Not that Big Ben's been a world beater, but Mason Rudolph really didn't look like the answer. San Francisco 49ers have a tremendously long injury report. Poor San Francisco man. Jermichael Hasty carrying the Q tag. Defensive tackle Maurice Hurst carrying the Q tag. And Tavon Wilson safety on the injured reserve with the foot. That's going to hurt him. Mohamed Sanu as well on the injured reserve Monday with the knee. Seattle Seahawks. Good to see Russell Wilson back. I don't really think he was ready to come back. A few of those balls were looking a bit wobbly. Only he knows. Guy like that. He's a gamer. He's a baller. He's a boss. I got mad love for Russell the muscle. But until I see him throwing tight spirals, throwing something deep, I think you got to get away.
away from the Seahawks. Other than that, they're looking pretty healthy. Ryan Neal's safety in the concussion protocol. Linebacker Cody Barton listed with the questionable tag. Tampa Bay Buccaneers had a bunch of injuries themselves. Sherman with the calf underwent an MRI yesterday waiting on the report. Antonio Brown with the out tag. Gronk with the out tag. Defensive tackle Vita Vea diagnosed with a bone bruise, slight MCL sprain. That is really going to hurt that Tampa Bay front seven. They've been hanging their hat on that defense as that starts to fall apart. We're seeing chinks in the armor for the Buccaneers. Health really starting to catch up with that team. Also, cornerback D. Delaney missed the game with a concussion. It's been it's been bad for the Bucs, man. You can't just auto-bet that team right now. Tennessee Titans, Julio Jones, a big one with the hamstring placed on the injured reserve on Saturday before last week's game. What a disappointment just as far as the season goes. Yikes. They had a few defensive players out. Tennessee Titans starting to hurt on defense as well. Tart, the tackle, Long and Evans, linebackers, and Greg Maiman, the quarterback, all listed out. No updates on their injuries. Washington, the big one there. They actually had a couple. Ricky Seals-Jones went down with the hip. He's considered day-to-day, said Ron Rivera, breathing a sigh of relief. He's been a big part of the offense with Logan Thomas spotted working off to the side during last week's practices, but they have yet to designate him for a return from the IR. We know that Redskin team loves the tight end. I even wonder, man, with the way Seals Jones has played, if they get Thomas back, if they start running out more two tight end sets, or if Jones just gets relegated back to the bench after 100% usage, the big one here for Washington just as they started turning the corner on defense themselves they lose big defensive end Chase Young Monday it was confirmed the knee injury he suffered during the win over Tampa was in fact a torn ACL reports Adam Schefter Young done for the season that is really going to hurt Washington it will impact that defense immediately so there you go all 32 teams doing it like no one else I do the injury reports so you don't have to but remember sometimes when life shuts a door, it also opens a window. So a lot of times injuries are where we look for our subsequent waiver wire moves. Of course, that is the first place we're going to look or coming off of bye weeks or injury replacement. So let's just go a little bit position by position, starting with QBs. I think if Tua is floating out there, coming back for the Jets, you want to add him. You want to add anybody against the Jets. If Mac Jones is floating around out there, I think you could look to add him. They're starting to add a bit of a a deeper game into that repertoire. And if you have to dig a little bit deeper, I'd probably be looking at Justin Fields. The matchups, I think, are getting tougher, but the rushing floor is there, and that's all you could ask for for a replacement. I know some people are looking at Cam Newton. Until I see that role a bit more defined, I could see adding him if you're already comfortable looking on the horizon, but I wouldn't rush to do that just yet, right? We don't want to start him until we know he's going to be taking all the snaps. Let's get into running back. Damien Harris, I think, will be back, but Ramondre Stevenson has probably shown he's earned some looks. Regardless, we mentioned Dearness Johnson earlier on, but with Chubb coming back, I think Johnson gets relegated to the backup role. Some people have kind of shrugged off this Deontay Foreman workload, and I think that's where I'd probably be going for the Titans. If you watch that game, he clearly looked like the best runner on that team. They brought in Adrian Peterson, who'll probably be the goal line back, which I guess does cap the ceiling for Foreman, but man, if you had to ask me if Peterson is 
is Dusty or not? You know, my answer is yes, Foreman just got a split workload as far as snaps goes, but he was the leader in rush attempts with 11. He only went for 30. He did tack on two catches for 48. So where Peterson is strictly a running back, McNichols being more of a pass catching back, Foreman is the best hybrid player in that backfield. No, I'm not incredibly enamored with him, but again, the cabinets are starting to get a little bare. I think after that, you got to be looking at Wayne Gallman for the Falcons with Patterson down. Mike Davis really looks kind of atrocious out there. He's gotten his chance and just hasn't really done much with it. Gallman dominated the work on the ground. 15 carries. He only had 55, but he did tack on a catch. Mike Davis did not, although the snap share was a bit closer than the workload reflects. I still think Gallman is a nice add. I think he's the best player. Sometimes you just have to go with the skill set. Plus, he's really just got worked into that. I think with a week of practice, you could go in that direction. If you're really desperate, you could be looking at the Jets. Ty Johnson, he always seems to be worked into the rotation and getting, you know, a bit of the passing down work. Let's look at some wide receivers. I think Rashad Bateman is still floating around in a lot of leagues, which is kind of funny to me. We have not seen the ceiling game, but we're also talking about week 11 waiver wire ads. He's had at least five grabs each of the last two, at least 52 yards, six for 80 last week alone. And again, if you're watching these games, it feels like at least once a game, Bateman and Jackson miss on a deep hookup. I think that one is coming. We saw what Elijah Moore can do with a quarterback that throws to the wideouts with Johnson. If Wilson comes back, this could be the key to unlocking more. Really want to get on that before the market does. Not that I'd be grabbing him to start him, but I do think you can grab him to hold him. Jamal Agnew has been really the big, you know, the big surprise there for Jacksonville. Everyone was all over Chenault early on in the year, and yes, he's got a bit of an uptick as of late, but to me, Agnew really looks like the guy, yeah, he didn't have any catches, but he does get the targets, and they working him into the rushing game. He went three for 79 at one, so it just seems like they're going to get Agnew the ball. Regardless, again, not a tremendous ceiling play, but I do think he gives you a little bit of a floor. I think if you're looking for a wide receiver, Brian Edwards has been looking really good, but they just refuse to give him a ton of looks. He did have a long time touchdown in the last one. I think it was three for 88 and one. Traquan Smith for the Saints. Someone's got to get the ball, though I don't really like anyone in that pass game. He did have seven targets that was tied for the lead with Ingram. Caught four of them, 44 yards and a score. You could see how that could produce something for you, right? Maybe over to Tennessee where they've had their injuries. Julio Jones being out. Again, you see how we build this. We have the injury, then the subsequent move. You have to take a look maybe at Marcus Johnson for the Titans. Second most snaps. Led the Titans in targets and catches and yards, right? Those are all really good things, but that was with A.J. Brown really kind of bottoming out, right? He had his worst game of the season. When Brown gets the attention, where does that leave Johnson? That game really smells like it could have been an anomaly, but again, cabinets being so bare, you gotta look for opportunities. You could take your guess with the Falcons wideouts. It's really tough. Will it be Zacchaeus? Will it be Gage? Will it be Sharp? We've seen them all have big games. The other one I got a half of a gold star on my nose for talking about Ray Ray McLeod. The only reason I did is 
because whenever there's a new quarterback, you never know where the connection is going to be. However, with Big Ben coming back, I think McLeod's usage at 12 targets he saw, nine catches for 63, I think that will end up looking like the anomaly in the rearview mirror. Tight end if any of these guys are available. You obviously want to snap up Dan Arnold. He is the number one pass catching option on the Jacksonville Jaguars. You have to get him. He should be your top priority. Right after that would have to be Tyler Conklin, although him scoring twice makes it a little bit tough. He now has the attention of a lot of fantasy players, but before then he was really reliable. You know, he has at least five catches in three games since week three. He had five catches in two of the last three and at least 45 yards in all but that last game, but you score two touchdowns. It means you're a part of that goal line package. If you were watching though, Cook did get the opportunities. He just couldn't get it in. But again, tight end just falling into the end zone can make you a back end tight end one. So definitely check the waiver wire to see if Conklin's out there. Last guy I mentioned, Ricky Seals-Jones being hurt, even if it's day-to-day. Keep an eye on Logan Thomas if he's out there. You know, a lot of draft capital went into picking this guy up. If you can get him and you've been a tight end streamer, Thomas is the kind of guy that you could lock up even if Seals-Jones comes back in into that big workload. So that'll do it, people. We're hitting the 26-minute mark. I'm going to get you out of here and me out of here. Is that a ton of information or what? All 32 teams on the injury report, plus a few waiver wire ads with some bargains at each position. So please rate, review, and subscribe to the Daily Blitz Football Podcast with your hosts, John and Matt, at MLB, moving AVG, M-A-T-T-W-I-7-7-I-A-M-S. Get at us on Twitter any time of day, any day of the week. Tomorrow, we'll do the first look at the betting board. Thursday is the bargain bin DFS preview plus the Thursday night game preview. Friday is the big show with me and Maddie. DFS betting, props, the whole nine. Make some time in your schedule for that one. You can't miss. Between the two of us, everyone, so much individual work goes into it. Where he and I overlap is where you want to put your money. So, for the big dude with the big mouth from the Big Apple, enjoy those games. Enjoy your day when we're done with the books. Enjoy that pay, everybody. Peace.